to the practice, demonstration, and communication of God's word. Amen. One verse found in the 119th number of the Psalms. The 119th number of the Psalms, and we're going to look at just one verse, very short verse. Verse number 105105105. Reading from the New King James Version. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Father in heaven, we come in the name of Jesus. We come, Father God, asking you to take your residence within this, your earthen vessel. Lord, speak a word to these, your people. Let something be said, Heavenly Father, to help us, to convict us. Let something be said, Father God, to strengthen us. Let something be said, Father God, to enlighten us. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable to thy sight. O Lord, thy strength and thy redeemer, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. Lay down thy weary one, lay down thy head upon my breast. With pitying eyes, the Prince of Peace beheld our helpless grief. He saw an amazing love. He came to our relief. Shine on me. Shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. Amen. Shine on me. Thank you, Usher. Shine on me. Amen. You know, that, that song, that song is one of many, one of many Negro spirituals. Negro spirituals are songs created by Africans who were captured and, and brought to the United States, amen, to be sold into slavery, amen. They adopted Christianity, the religion of their masters, and, and reshaped it into a deeply personal way of dealing with their own oppression amen and in doing so they 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 formed these these spirituals these songs that will go down in history that are still sung amen that those may know that the path that they came through the things that they endured but somebody needs to know that this was not a new concept even though, even though they, they, they sang the songs, they sang the songs, amen, it was their way of worship because, amen, they were forbidden for, for, for coming together and worshiping in a united way. They were forbidden for gathering, amen, in the house. They were forbidden, uh, and soon, even if they, were, if, if, they were, if they were allowed to do so, they had to, they had to preach, amen, and talk about, amen, the things that they were instructed from their slave masters. But you can't stop them from singing. Yeah. The Bible says sing your song, sing a new song, sing the song, sing the song that's in your heart. Everybody ought to have a song in their heart, amen? 
I didn't say everybody could sing. I said you ought to have a song in your heart. <laughs> Amen. Sing your song. Amen. Sing your song. Sing it wherever you are. Sing it in the shower. Amen. Sing it in your car. Leave it there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sing your song. You know what? I, I say that jokingly, but God has given all of us a song, and amen, and you ought to sing that song proudly. And I, and I don't care, amen. Some people say my, my key is off, and, and amen, I can't carry a tune in. But don't even worry about that. If, it, if, that's, if that's your song, you sing it. You sing it loudly everywhere you go. Amen, because that's your praise song. That's your testimony song. They had their songs. They had their songs, amen, that they were able to sing. Even when dealing with oppression, they had their songs. Their songs, which were become known as spiritual, reflected the slaves' need to express their faith. Amen. amen. But again, this was not new. This was not new. This was not new. The psalms are a collection of spiritual songs, and, and also the, uh, uh, their songs that were gathered, amen, in times of need, in times of going through struggles and situations. Amen. This song here, the 119th number of the Psalms, this song with each verse representing the Aramaic script or the Hebrew alphabet is the longest in the Bible. Each stanza, each verse, each verse represents, amen, one of the Hebrew alphabet. This particular text that we're drawing from here, uh, 105, we draw it from the text uh, of the Nun version. Nun, Nun is that, that the, the 11th letter in the Hebrew alphabet is Nun, N-U-N, Nun. And so this particular stanza is from that uh, part of that song, the Nun uh, alphabet, amen. This, this, this stanza opens with these words, the word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If, 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 if we are to understand the path to Christian living, we must be able to understand these few words. These few words. Thy word. Thy word. Talking about God. Thy word. God's word. God's word. The word. Amen. The word of God directs us. Amen. amen. The word of God directs us. The word of God, the word of God are commandments. Without the words, we would be dark in a chaotic world. Amen. We need the word of God. How many know we need the word of God? I'm, th I'm so thankful for the word. For the word. Amen. In the Hebrew, in the Hebrew language, the, the, the word for word has as, as many as 85 English meanings. And it can mean anything from advice counsel, promise, and a report to the name, uh, just to name a few, amen. Uh, it, it's the word. God's word is advice, it's counsel, it's, it's counsel, it's, it's promise, amen. It's a report. It's the word of God, amen. We need the word of God. We need his counsel. We need his advice. We need his commandment. We need the word of God, amen. Everyone here needs a word. Amen. You ought to pray for a word every day. You ought to pray that God will, will, will deliver his word to you and you'll be able to discern it for yourself. Amen. And now, now how, however you look at it, however you slice it, understand that this word comes from God. There may be 85 meanings of that word, but it still comes from God. Amen. 
And I'm so happy, I'm so happy that the word comes from God. The psalmist did not forget the, the, uh, the precepts and the promises of God. Do you know somebody ought to get happy right there that God made us some promises and he's kept every last one and he will keep every promise he has ever made to you. Amen. I'm so glad God is a promise keeper. Amen. Come on, somebody. Some of us try to be promise keepers, amen, and it's not, it's, not, it's not that we don't want to, it's not that we don't intend to, but every, every now and then you just can't keep your promise, amen. But be careful when you make promises because people will call you out on your promises, amen. Come on, somebody, especially the children, amen. Parents, grandparents, don't be promising them you're going to take them to here, there, and all the other place, take them to McDonald's, amen, amen. If you make that promise, you live up to your promise because if you're going to teach them, amen, that, that you are as good as your word, then you need to keep your promise because they won't forget, amen. And the thing about it is they might not remind you, so you need to remember, they might not remind you till way late in the hours, be 10 o'clock, Daddy, you say you're going to take us to McDonald's. You better find a 24-hour McDonald's and get over there and get some french fries. Because you promised. Hello? But God keeps his promises. God keeps his promises, his word, his word. He keeps his promises to us. Is that right? We need to place our hope and our trust in the word of God. And I'm so glad I could do that. He goes on to say, the, the psalmist goes on to say that the wicked have laid many snares for me, too many to number, and yet I'm happy to report that I have erred, I have not erred from the precepts of God. I have not erred from his word. I have not left his word. Even though people try to lay snares for me, I'm going to stay in his word. I'm going to stay in his word. I'm going to live by his word. I'm going to walk his word. I'm going to talk his word. I'm going to stay in the word because the word will deliver me. The word will help me. The word will make a way out of no way. The word, come on somebody. The word will lift my spirits when everybody try to put me down. The word, the word will do something to me, amen, that nobody else can do for me. Am I right about it? Anybody know about his word? Amen. He said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. Amen. Now, here, 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 here can, we, can we just camp out here for just for a minute? Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. See, there's a difference between a, a lamp and a light. Come on, somebody. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You need to understand there's a difference between a lamp and a light. See, the lamp unto my feet means immediate light. It's a lamp unto my feet, it's, it's immediate. This light illuminates where I stand, my immediate surroundings, amen. When, when you hold up a lamp, it, it, it is so you can see your immediate surroundings, it's right, right around you, that's what a lamp is for, amen. See, see when, 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 you, when you're in the dark, you need a light to see where you are. That's what the lamp does. Let me say that one more time. When you're in the dark, you need to see where you are. Where am I standing? Amen. I need a lamp to see where I am right now. Come on, somebody. That's what the lamp is for. See, God's word will let us know where we are. Amen. Somebody needs to know where you are standing right now. You need to know what's not. Amen. You need to know what's right there in front of you, right there around you. You need to know your, um, your immediate surroundings. Can I help you that with that a little bit? 
See, when you're in the dark, you need a light to see right where you are, and God's word will show you just that. But see, the, his word will highlight exactly where you are standing. If you go to his word, he'll let you know right where you are. He'll let you know where you're standing with him. Am I right about it? The lamp is only wide enough to focus on your own personal space. Somebody need to hear that again. Your lamp is only wide enough to focus on your personal space. Uh, somebody didn't get that. Amen. You trying to put your lamp on somebody else and you need to be worried about your personal space. Let them worry about their personal space. You worry about your personal space. Hello? Somebody need to hear that. Because so many, you know, so many times we so worry about somebody else's personal space. I and mean, we trying to like this space, trying to like this space. Why are you trying to like this space? Amen. Light your own space. We need to worry about our own personal space. Am I right about it? See, 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 the reason why we say that, the reason why we say that, amen. See, see, we need to understand that, 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 that you can't move forward if you're not standing on solid ground. Amen. And, 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 and we, we need to pay attention to our own personal space. When the psalmist says, my feet, he's not looking around at somebody else's feet. He said, I need to find out what's around my feet. Amen. You need a lamp to help you see the holes and the cracks and, and the crevices that, that you may be in danger of falling in. Come on, somebody. Sometimes, you know what? We, sometimes we just need to focus on where we are standing. Where we are standing. You know, one of the... I, I, I have been blessed. I have been, I have been blessed uh, in that uh, I have not had a lot of injuries and a lot of uh, uh, situations, medical situations, and things like that. But one of one of Amen. One of my now I can't I can't speak for you, but one of the most painful things I had Amen is when I I didn't see my immediate surroundings and I stepped off in a hole, Amen. And I hurt my ankle and tore some tendons and, and everything. Amen. That hurt. Amen. And, and, and it's all because I wasn't paying attention to my immediate surroundings. You got to make sure you're paying attention where you are, not where somebody else is. In fact, in fact, I, I take that back. That actually really happened to me twice. Amen. And both times, both times, amen, I was either, I was not paying attention with my surroundings because I was talking to somebody else and not looking where I was going. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. The first time it happened, I was, I don't know whether it's the first time or the second time, but the first time it happened, uh, uh, I was, well, one time it happened anyway. I was with my wife and talked to my wife. Amen. Talking to her and looking back on her, stepped in a hole. Another time it happened, I was in Chicago and I was talking to uh, uh, one of my preacher friends, amen, Reverend Joe Barber. This was before he was a preacher, amen. And we were walking, and he's like six foot something, and I, you know, and I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> I'm not. So I was looking at him and talking, and I stepped off the curb. But painful because I told him because I did not see the space around me. The lamp unto thy feet helps you to see what's there in front of you. And that's what we need to pay attention. God's word will show you what's in front of you. God will let you know whether you whether there's solid ground in front of you or whether it's whole. See, stepping out without the lamp might might land you in some quicksand of life. Come on, somebody. Stepping out with your lamp may land you into a hole or a ditch. Stepping out without your lamp, amen, is an easy way to fracture an ankle or, or stepping or, 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 or stepping on an uneven surface. Come on, somebody. Stepping into a hole can cause a painful injury. I know I'm right about it. 
I got any other witnesses on that one? Amen. Stepping into a hole can cause you to fall, amen. But the devil has placed some holes in your way. He's placed some crevices in your way. He's placed some hot curbs in your way. He's placed some things in your way that in order for you to trip, in order for you to fall. That's why you got to have that lamp in your feet, in front of your feet. There are landmines you got to navigate. And you cannot navigate the landmines without a lamp unto your feet. Song said, Oh God, I need you to shine on me. Let your lamp, amen, shine around my feet. Let you shine your lamp so I can see what, what I'm standing on. Then he said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. A light unto my path. So there's two different lights, a lamp and a light. And a light amen. The light is, is the second source of the light, it, it, it lights up your pathway. See, the light is intended to illuminate what's up ahead. Y'all didn't hear me. The light is intended to illuminate what's up ahead. See, you got to make sure you're using the right thing, amen? When you want to know what's right around you, you use the lamp. But when you want to know what's up ahead, you got to use the light. The light is pointing, amen? It has a more narrow focus, but it's pointing up to what's up ahead. Am I right about it? It's a light into your pathway, amen? It, it, it does no good to, to, to see what's around you. Without being, able, without being able to see what's up ahead, amen? It does you no good to, to see what's around you and, don't, and not able to see what's up ahead of you. You need to see both. You need to see where you are and you need to see what's up ahead. Two different sources of light, two different functions. Am I right about it? God's word shows us where we need to focus and shows us the dangers that are up in front of us. We need to pray that God will provide a light that we may travel through the darkness. Amen. His light will show us how to follow the light. Amen. And, and, uh, and the path so we're not going in the wrong direction. Amen. You ever see, you ever, you ever drive along on a dark road and you see somebody don't have any headlights? Amen. A lot of times when they're in a lighted area, they, have the, they, they don't even realize they don't have their headlights on until they get to the darkness. Oh, somebody need to learn something from that. You can drive around for a long time in, around other people's lights. You can drive around a long time, amen, following other people who have their lights on. But as soon as you get to a dark area by yourself, you realize you don't have your lights on. Come on, Christians. You try to follow this, that, and other person because they have a good light, amen. Try to do what they're doing. But amen, when you get by yourself, you need to have your own light. That word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Am I right about it? The light is not concentrated where you're standing. It's focused on where you're going. The light is not showing you where you're standing. That's what the lamp is for. The light is showing you where you're going. Amen. The beam of the light has, is more narrow and longer focused. Amen. So you can see what's up ahead. Am I right about it? God's word shows us where we need to focus and shows us the dangers out in front of us. The light, amen, the light, the light will show us how to follow the path and stay on the right path and not the wrong path. Amen. The light will guide our footsteps throughout life. So you need that, just not the lamp. He said, thy word is the lamp and a light. I'm so glad he gave us a lamp and he gave us a light also. Amen. His light keeps you from veering far off into the wrong direction. His light shows you what's up ahead. Amen. For, for, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. 
leadeth unto life. And you need to be able to see which way is leading to life because it's a narrow way. Amen. You don't want to step off on the wrong side. If we're going to stay on the straight now, we need a light unto our path. So the songwriter says, shine on me. Shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. If God is going to shine on you, you need to keep your lamps trimmed and burning. If God is going to shine on you, you need to keep your lamps filled with oil. Your oil in your lamps is the Holy Spirit. Am I right about it? Somebody ought to know you need to fill up on the Holy Spirit. If you don't have enough Holy Spirit, you need to go to God's word. You need to fall on your knees. I said, Lord, send me your Holy Spirit. Send me a light from on high. Enlighten my pathway. Send me a lamp that I may see where my feet stand. Am I right about it? Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Read the word of God. Come to church. Come to Sunday school. Come to midweek service. Come to Bible study. If you want to lighten your lamp, you got to get the oil. And you can't keep it by just coming to Sunday morning. You just can't get it by reading the word every now and then. But you need to have yourself at the worship time. Every time the door open, keep your lamps up trimmed and burning. Don't be like the foolish virgins who let their lamps go out. When the bridegroom came, they missed him because they were scurrying around trying to get some more oil. It's too late when Jesus comes to try to get the Holy Spirit. If you don't have it right now, if you don't get it right now, you may find yourself in the darkness. Am I right about it? Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. If God is going to shine on you, you got to keep your lamps on. If God is going to shine, you got to have a, have a flashlight that has some good batteries in it. It doesn't do any good to have a flashlight that doesn't have good batteries. I, I'm always amazed when I watch those shows on TV. You watch the horror flick. Everybody got a flashlight and none of them got any light in it. You ever notice that they always have a flashlight and the batteries are dead? They're hitting on it and pounding on it or it just goes out. You got to make sure you got some batteries in your flashlight. The batteries is your power source and the power comes from God. If you want to know how to keep good batteries in your life, you got to be on your knees praying to God. God, help me please. Give me that what I need. I heard him say in Sunday school today, give me my daily bread. Whatever I need to sustain me for today, I'm not too much worried about tomorrow, but give me the power I need today. Am I right about it? If you're, if you're, not, stay, if you're not charged up and you don't get charged up, eventually you're going to quit and not be able to endure. You need to stay on your knees and ask God, God, will you please sustain me? Am I right about it? You need to cast your care 
on God, knowing that he cares enough to keep you powered up to see you through. I know you may be going through something here. Is there anybody here that's going through something right now? If you get on your knees, God will give you the power. He'll see you through. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Has he ever done it for you? Has he ever brought you through? When you were ready to give up? When you were ready to throw in a towel? Did he bring you through? He said, cast your care upon me and I can shine on you. I will light your path. I will light your feet. Am I right about it? You can't use up the power energy of God because he's there always. He said, I never sleep and I never slumber. You can't use up his power. Let God be your batteries. Let him fight your battles. Let him light your path. Am I right about it? The songwriter says, shine on me. Shine on me. Let your light from the lighthouse shine on me. I just need to talk about the lighthouse for a minute and then I'm through. But a lighthouse has a means to take a small light and magnify it into a bright beacon. It's something about that lighthouse. It can take a small light and with a, 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 a magnify it to a strong beam, so much so that it becomes a beacon, a beacon in the night for those who are lost, those who can't find their way. Shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse up shine on me when your visibility is weakened call on God he'll be a lighthouse when the light is small and it needs to be magnified bright enough to be a beacon call on God when the fog of life corrupts you and, and you can't see in front of your face call on God he'll be a lighthouse not only will he be a lamp unto your feet He'll be a light unto your pathway. But if you look up ahead, he's also got a beacon. He got a lighthouse, and his name is Jesus. He said, look unto me, I will be your lighthouse. And when you see that lighthouse, it doesn't matter where you're going. Just focus on the lighthouse. Just keep going towards the lighthouse. Go towards that beacon, the one that's showing you Jesus. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He that follows me will not be in darkness. Jesus said, I'm the light that lights the world. Shine, shine on me. And I'm so glad that I met him at the cross one day. The songwriter says, at the cross, at the cross, when I first saw the light, it was at the cross. And the reason why I saw the light at the cross, because he said, if I, even if I be lifted up, I'll draw, I'll draw all men unto me. How'd you do it, Jesus? He said, I shine my light. He said, the moon refused to shine. The earth was in darkness, but the light on Jesus, the S-O-N sun, kept on shining. The sun stopped shining. The S-U-N sun stopped shining. But I'm so glad the S-O-N can outshine any light. 
and he's still shining. And, and you know, some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all are scared of the dark. You won't admit it, but I know you are. You scared of the dark. No sooner the light go out, you get worried. No sooner the light go out, you get scared. But let me tell you something. There is no darkness if you keep focused on Jesus because he is the light. And sometimes even in darkness, all you need is just a little lamp for your feet and a light unto your path. And God said, when it gets too dark, just look down at your feet. I'll show you where you are. Look out in front of you. I'll light your path and just stay in the light. Stay in the light. Amen. If you walk in the light's not there, move out. Get in the light. And he will. He will deliver you. He will change you. He will help you. Shine on me. Shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. Anybody need him to shine on you? You know, sometimes you find yourself in darkness. Just ask him, shine on me, Lord. And sometimes he just needs to shine on you so you know where you are. Sometimes he needs to shine on you so you need to know where you're going. Amen. Because one thing I know about the devil, he'll try to blow out your life. Amen. Whether it's a matchlight, candlelight, flashlight, he'll try to destroy your life. But stay focused on Jesus. Maybe there's someone here today. You never accept him as your Lord and Savior. You shine on him. Maybe there's someone here today. You need to rededicate your life to Christ. He can shine on you. Maybe there's someone here at Jesus' church home. He can shine on you right here where you are and light your path. Will you shine? Will you come? Will you come? Will you come? Will you come? And if we all say we need to pray that we stay in the light, walk in the light, stay in the light. We've seen that song, Let Your Light Shine All Around Me by Day and by Night. Jesus is 